0: All right. Hello, folks. It's Mark Fiquez with the Ballpark Hunter podcast. And with me today is the GM of the Medicine Hat Mavericks of the Western Canadian Baseball League, Greg Morrison. Greg, welcome to the show.
1: How are you doing, Mark? Thank you for the invitation.
0: All right. And he's uh, coming to us from his uh, Morrison Health Injury and Sport Therapy offices located in Medicine Hat, and uh, we he's got he's to meet with a client in a few moments, so we're going to try to get as much as we can in this episode. So uh, Greg, I guess my first question is, after two years of not playing baseball in Medicine Hat, uh, how does it feel to be going through the season right now, and what was the reception when you opened those gates and saw people in for the first time?
1: Yeah, we have had amazing support from our community of fans and sponsors, uh, since I've owned the team in 2009 and, uh, you know, we kept busy as busy as we could during those two years. And, uh, you know, did some youth camps, youth programming for that eight, eight to 18 year old group, but to open those gates and have, uh, you know, 1600 fans just ready to cheer us on after a couple of years, uh. It was uh, quite a moment that I'll cherish, and, uh, you know, it's it's been a whirlwind of a season so far, too, just with great fan support ever since the home opener, so we're really excited to be back.
0: Yeah, because you guys are second in the league
1: with uh, about 1,200
0: fans a game
1: in a 2,000-seat ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we used to average anywhere from, you know, 900 or so in mm-hmm. 2019. The big nights like Canada Day, you're usually sitting around 1,500 oh, to 1,800. Nice. But yeah, I've been really impressed with the uh, just the regular averages now are sitting around 12 to 1300 and, and uh, yeah the weather's been amazing we've had a lot of rain this spring and summer but not on game days we've only had one game that ha- that's had to been rescheduled so uh, we've been pretty lucky in that respect.
0: And yeah, that's great to hear now was the whole now, was the whole league shut down for two years or was that just certain teams.
1: Uh, the whole league shut down in 2020 and then in 2021, four of the 11 teams, uh, put teams in and kind of a mini league, uh, because there was border issues. It was an all Canadian (laughs) league. So there was some younger kids, some high school kids. It was a great opportunity for some of those Canadian players from academies and college to get exposure in our league. And, uh, yeah, we opted out in the the uh, 2021 season. It was the right choice for us. Uh, you know, we had some, uh, some amazing renovations that took place that took about 14 to 16 months. And uh, yeah, it was uh, two years away. was tough for me and I my family imagine. and a lot of our fans, but man, um, you know, the renovations, it was really worth it for us.
0: Yeah. And speaking of those renovations, uh, $3 million includes uh, fence gates, new ticket office seating, and a shade canopy over the third base side. Uh, I looked at the pictures. They look great is there going to be a canopy on the first base side or is that just
1: isn't no yeah it's the way the sun sets it actually sets over that third base side so uh we'd only the 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 amount uh invested just to kind of really help out for day games to add it to the first base side and we wanted to keep it so that fans have an option because some people like to be, uh, you know, sun in the face, sunglasses on. We didn't want to cover as much of the stadium, but the feedback in some of our surveys in both 2014, 2018, um, a lot of those were answered with some of these renovations. And I think that's part of why it was such a success. It wasn't just me saying, hey, we need this. We really ask our fans. We try to ask them every year, either anecdotally, uh, you know, when I'm walking around during the games or capture some of that data with surveys.
0: Yeah. No, I, uh, how bad does the sun get there? You know, I'm just, cause I've heard at, uh, tri cities over in, uh, I guess, Pasco, Washington, they have a giant sunshade. So is, is it, does the sun get that bad during certain t- parts of the game?
1: Yeah. And you know, oh, we wow. had, this stadium has a lot of history in 1978. It was built for the Oakland Athletics system. Uh, the Jays came to town in 79 all the way till 2002. And then, uh, when they left in the Pioneer League, uh, the owner sold the team. I think he sold the team down to somewhere still in the Pioneer League.
0: Yeah, Pulaski,
1: um, I and believe. then the Mavericks. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's got a storied tradition. But the reason I brought that up is in about the, you know, about eight o'clock or so when that sun's setting, Ooh. I played first base for the Medesnat Blue Jays, which was pretty awesome for me being for Medesnat. We literally had to have our third baseman throw us a ground ball in about a, a, an inning time span, like a two hopper, three hopper, because the sun literally sets right over that third baseman's head. And it happened this year. As much as our guys are wearing sunglasses, as much as we practice that one or two bouncer, it's literally the sun's still in their eyes if the ball's at mid chest, if you can believe it. So that's the way it sets on that side. So it's a unique thing with stadiums, as you know, but uh, that's something that we got to deal with for about a half hour to it 45. Five minutes every night.
0: And, and nobody thought about this when they constructed it, you know, 40 some years ago.
1: <laughs> oh, I've, seen, I've seen better and I've seen worse, you know, I've heard uh, others, you know, right in the fielder's eyes for, you know, two hours, stuff like that. But oh, um goodness. yeah, no, it's, it's just one little nuance about uh, that ballpark that Um, You know, it's, it's just all part of it. And, and that's, that's part of our, uh, you know, our old ballpark, one of our nuances there. Oh
0: yeah. And then, and then another part of the nuance was uh, some flooding that would take place. uh, I think the last in 2013, but now there's sort of a, a levee right outside of uh, the outfield to make sure that doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I tip my hat to the municipal government because they didn't, you know, wait for provincial or federal funding, which, you know, was was hopeful for a lot of the other communities. Uh, We're a couple hours south of Calgary in the mountains. So generally what happens in the spring, there's this big uh, melt from the mountains. And then Mm. depending on how much rain occurs in the spring, uh, we always keep a close eye in June on what those water levels were. Well, for the Mavericks, uh, in 2005, they had a flood. Uh, It was actually, we had to go play up in the high school uh, ballpark up on the hill. And then in 2013, it was even worse. Um, Just really flooded out. Like if you see pictures of it, our outfield fence was eight feet high and that water was almost to the top of that. Um, But yet in the parking lot, it was only about two feet high. So oh, the believe Park it. is kind of sunken right into the, the edge of the river. And it's a beautiful river, like our city's right on the river. Um, but yeah, the city invested in that, that berm hasn't really been tested yet. It hasn't had the same water levels as 2013. And, you know, we hope it doesn't have to get tested. But I really tip my hat to the municipal government for uh, for investing in that because it was in the millions. I think it was 17 Ooh. to 20 million dollars to try to protect that that flats area of medicine hat.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's called the Old Man River, correct? That's the official it's, name.
1: It's actually the South Saskatchewan River. South yeah,
0: Saskatchewan yeah. River. Okay, yeah. that 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 sounds yeah. better. I was like Old Man River. That's <laughs> that that's a song by Paul Robeson. But it's uh, but you mentioned that you played for Medicine Hat back in uh, in the Blue Jays organization, and I was looking up your stats uh, before uh, I came on the show. You hit twenty three home runs, eighty eight RBIs, and you batted. 448 I've seen minor league stats but that just jumps out at me 448 and you told me before the show what might have helped you uh would you be able to tell us again
1: yeah you know I I had played a couple years with the Dodgers and uh you know they let me go after hitting 254 with two home runs in in uh the Sally League and was just back home and coaching high school ball And I got a job as a demolition man. So I was swinging a five-pound sledgehammer. Uh, You could imagine knocking down walls in a hospital. We cleared out a whole wing for about three months. And I literally was, you know, stepping and swinging like I was a baseball hitter. And this was before, uh, you know, sports-specific training. So we're talking 97. A lot of the sports-specific stuff started, you know, 99, 2000. Uh, But yeah, you know, swinging that 32-ounce bat, it literally felt like a twig. Um, and you know you see see strength coaches now they're always trying to model some of that stuff whether it's overload underload training and that rotational pattern um, so yeah it really paid off for me I can literally remember hitting balls down the left field line as a left-handed hitter that I thought were just going to be outs. And they were, you know, we're 350 down the lines and they were just getting out and I wasn't overly big, but just that proper training, you know, mm-hmm. and I was always trying to capture that strength for the rest of my career. Um, and man, I'll tell you, it was, it was uh, quite a summer to remember.
0: No, I can imagine it's uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the records are for that league before 48 would, would probably put you up there with some of the all-time seasons of uh, batting average.
1: Gary Reedus hit 462, if you can believe it. Okay, I think he had the record.
0: 462, um, 23
1: was the home run home run record. So, um. and that record was tied in 2019, I believe. By uh, he was with the. Uh, pretty sure he's with the angels. He's an outfielder shortstop. Uh, I know his first name's Jermaine. I should know this, right? We share the record. <laughs> uh, I actually followed, I followed him a little bit on social media and he's got a hell of a career. I think he might've been, is a first rounder. Yes. Uh, he played with Orem, the Orem Owls. So I think that's okay. Anaheim. Is that sound right? Yeah. He's with the angels Yeah, and uh, right. he's probably, yeah, he's still playing ball. He's a young guy and a prospect on his way up to the big leagues, hopefully.
0: Yeah, nice. It's, uh, it's nice, you know, uh, when you set records that you graciously say congratulations once they're broken. I think that's just very admirable of, of any athlete. So uh, so after that, you moved over to the, to the Northern League. You played for the New Jersey Jackals, which, you know, I grew up in New Jersey, was living in New Jersey in 2000. Uh, and uh, I, I can tell you, though, they, they have the same seats they had there back in 2000. They have not changed except for the color uh but what was your experience like playing in new jersey what what did you take of the the big city
1: area i really enjoyed it um you know we went we'd go downtown to new york um you know, I, I was a big Dave Matthews uh, band fan and, okay. and he came out to New York. Uh, He's playing at the giant stadium there. And unfortunately I got traded like a week before. Uh, so I, I, I missed that concert, but you know, for me being a small town Canadian kid, um, you know, playing a few years in in affiliated ball and then going to independent ball, I didn't really know what it was. I just knew it was this back page of baseball America, right? It was like, it had like a half a page on the very back page and I'll tell you that's where I really learned uh to hit it was right when moneyball was coming out towards the 2000s as well like independent ball to me, was a place you go play, you go play for a championship. It's not about development like affiliated ball. Uh, I was a 71st rounder with the Dodgers. You know, I, there wasn't a lot of money put into me. I was released quickly. And then the Jays gave me a couple of years and then went on to this independent ball and really enjoyed New Jersey. It was a beautiful stadium, uh, you know, um, Yogi Berra Museum and, and just some history there in that area. Uh, but really, I'd never been to New York before. And that's the beauty of what baseball gave to me, right. Playing team Canada, I got to go all over the world playing yeah, in, in minor league baseball. I got to go all over the States. And, um, you know, I really respect your, your passion for stadiums and, and journeys throughout uh, you know, whether it's uh Western Canada or, or mid America, just, you know, those ballparks have such a storied tradition to them. And I was like that. I'm a fan of stadiums. I'm a fan great. of just going to those communities.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And, and, you know when I travel the ballparks, and I'm I may be traveling to some ballparks in Ohio, some small ones in the Great Lake Leagues tomorrow. Yeah, you get to these towns, and you're like you're never there's no reason for you to be in this town, but there's a ballpark there, <laughs> and right. and then you discover something. You're like, my goodness, I went to this small little town in Ohio, like Lima. They have this wonderful brewery. There's this wonderful restaurant there, you know, or they they have this weird way how they serve their hot dogs. They have this odd relish and those are kind of the stories you take back and then maybe you meet some people you tell your story you learn something about the town and uh, you know medicine had never I've been to Alberta it was probably around 1995 and you know I don't know when I'm going to be back up there again but uh, I do remember uh, that part of Canada having sunlight at 10 30 at night during the summer is that accurate or was that just something I made up
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, just the way we're kind of uh, uh, up north. And we are very lucky in Medicine Hat. Uh, We have 330 days of sunshine. So I'm on the local tourism board too. I'm a big proponent of sport tourism. Um, But yeah, we're very lucky. Uh, Geographically, we're we're right in the middle of our league. And, uh, you know, I tell everybody we get the best weather because we're kind of in that southeast corner of Alberta. Mm -hmm. So we don't get the... Um, the hostile weather of being up North near the mountains in the summer. Uh, I was just looking the other day, we were 33, uh, Celsius. Uh, so do your math on that to convert.
0: Uh, What's that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. I know. It's funny. It's ironic. Cause that's one of the first things I tell our American players. Cause we have up to 23 of our 30 man roster. I say, okay, guys, here's what you do. You multiply yeah. that 30 times two, that's 60. And then you got to add 32. So there you go. It's 92, right? 91, work yeah,
0: 92 degrees. Yeah. Yes. Right.
1: So uh, but Ooh, we're very hard. lucky. That's really yeah, yeah. And we love it. It's dry. The ball flies here. I don't think that was a coincidence that I hit all those home runs that year. It's yeah. very dry heat. Um, you know, once you get up to Calgary, it's even higher altitude, but the yes. altitude up here in the prairies is actually quite high. And, um, you know, they had AAA pro ball in Calgary and Edmonton. There's a lot of, a lot of big ballparks up there because they want to make sure those guys yeah. could hit home runs and, and have that power. So yeah, but, yeah, you know. when, yeah,
0: when I was up in Canada in 95, I remember checking out games at Curry Field, which I thought wasn't even a ballpark, uh, and then I went to Calgary, Edmonton, that was brand new at the time, uh, Winnipeg, they're still playing at the old uh, Blue Bombers Stadium, oh, had my first beer, because yeah. I was not of legal age in the U.S., but I was in Canada, and it was just weird, like, wait a minute, I get a beer here. pulled out like a $5 beer. So that was it. That was, that, that was great. I I really wish I had a camera back then and took some videos, but uh, before I let you go, I do want to talk to you a little bit about the game day experience, the food I'm looking here at your options. Uh, You have three microbreweries uh, that have beer and they charge 725 a pint which comes out to just about under six bucks U S that sounds incredible.
1: Yeah. You know, we're very lucky here. We have, uh, three companies, uh, yeah. And, and a Calgary company as well, big rock, big rock. Uh, and then, and yeah. And then we still maintain some, uh, bud light and Coors light products because we have some fans that like those types of beers. But, um, you know, I, I began as an owner, as a baseball guy, it was a way for me to stay involved after a long minor league career I didn't really realize it was a business, but you know, for us, we were lucky. I, you know, I built that team to win over. It took me about three to four years and uh, nothing, no marketing plans replace a good winning record and great weather. I can tell you that. But uh, you know, I really learned once I got off the field that uh, if you want people to show up an hour early, because they're going to have some food and have a beer, it better be as good or better than down the block. Um, And we've really, you know, try to add those beer experiences. We've tried to add food trucks. We have a local uh, uh, ice cream parlor, Swirls. They've been around 40 years and it's amazing. People will line up uh, 50 people deep, you know, from 6.30 PM to get their Swirls ice cream product at the game. I also added a uh, food truck that's um, uh, a pizza truck. So we have a couple local guys who are just making pizzas all game. Uh, and then the other food truck is uh, uh, Mexican style. And then we kind of stick to what we know, which is, Burgers and hot dogs and sausages and, and like a garlic sausage. And even with that, our meat producers in Alberta are amazing. Our local butchers, you know, they're making our burgers for us. Uh, but yeah, it's just trying to keep the prices down, uh, get where people want to bring their family and, and get in the ballpark. And, and they can do it for some on certain nights, can do it for under 40, 45 bucks for four people. And they got, you know, a, a, a meal a and, and tickets to the ball game. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of my passion at, um, you know, some say, you know, I should be trying to nudge the prices up a little bit, but for me, you know, I still got a lot left in the tank to kind of put a good product out there and, and keep the price down so that everybody can experience the game. Um, but you know, on that note, with part of our renovations, we have some beautiful ground level boxes that if you want the high end ticket, we Definitely. can offer that. Now you can get a box suite of eight people. 30 bucks a ticket full service down there you're right behind home plate so we're trying to make it so whether you want to go spend a few hundred bucks or if you want to keep it to 45 bucks there's a place for you to come out and support the local ball club
0: yeah there there you go options and i noticed you have something called a regaroni stick
1: yep yep what what is regaroni he's regaroni he's a butcher yeah, okay. he's a butcher and, you know, he makes these awesome pepperoni sticks and we actually will, oh, we'll, that's you can what buy them are. by themselves. You can buy them by themselves or you can actually have them in our Caesar, which is, you know, comparable to the American bloody, yes. bloody mix, but they're a little different. So we'll oh, put yeah. that on there with a, with a pickle wedge and a lime and a red reggeroni. And it's really a meal in a glass, you know, you get your seasoning salt on the rim. So, oh, yeah. um, yeah, we, we've, we also have a grand slam, which is a kind of our signature, uh, it's a watermelon vodka drink. So we just try to make, have fun. And, and, you know, we have a great uh, staff food and beverage all the way up to uh, promotions where, Um, you know, some of them are young kids and, and, you know, they're twenties and early thirties and and they're out there to try to have fun at the ballpark with us and, and, and make it so that there's three hours of entertainment for folks that we know it's easier to sit on your couch these days, or you could go somewhere else. You could go bowling. You can do other things. We want folks to say, let's go to the ballpark. They don't necessarily have to be a big baseball fan. They just know that, you know, in medicine hat with a city of 63,000, where you're going somewhere that there's 12 to 1500 of those people, it's kind of a community event and that's really what i think baseball's been uh especially in the last couple of years we've all really missed being out and about and in the sunshine and being all this visit with our friends and family so uh, i'm just really blessed that i'm the guy that gets to do it quite frankly you know it's kind of local ball player comes home to run mm-hmm. the local ball team and uh, it's a family business that i i'm just really really blessed that i get the opportunity to do it
0: yeah it sounds like you're having a lot of fun out there in medicine hat the ballpark just seems like it's a perfect match. You know, you're not competing with uh, what's going on in Calgary or Edmonton. You know, you got your nice little pocket there. So uh, it sounds like one heck of a time. So Greg, I appreciate you coming on the show today. I'll let you get back to your daily work and uh, anything you want to say, where can we find the Mavericks? How much are tickets? If we want to buy merchandise, tell us how to do it.
1: Yeah, sure. We're the mavericks.ca. We do have an online store and uh, I got an open invitation to you, Mark. Uh, (laughs) Come on up and I'll uh, I'll get you the ballpark. Whether it's bleacher, nosebleed seats, or you want to be down ground level, right behind home plate, you let me know. And uh, it'd be great to get you up to her in the ballpark and and our league, quite frankly. Uh, You know, it's, it's an 11 team league and you will see what Western Canadian Prairies is all about. You got Wayburn, which is about 10,000 people I believe you got Edmonton which is a million plus and you got Medicine Hat Moose Jaw these mid-market teams so uh, and then you can head all the way up to Fort McMurray and uh, so we're way up there yeah and then and then we we all know that Okotoks is kind of our ambassador of the league right Okotoks is you know they're averaging 38 to 4,000 fans a game they're hosting all our our all-star game this year so you could probably chew off a couple of weeks coming up here oh if you goodness. want sometime. Yeah,
0: I'm just waiting for the gas prices to go
1: down. How how
0: much are they a liter right now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know that that conversion to gallon, too. <laughs> don't ask me that one. But yeah, so well, we're seeing a lot of e-bikes and everything else starting to pop up. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm a kinesiologist by trade. You kind of talked about my clinic here and you know, physical activity, man. That's you know, when you get a chance to bike or hop on an e-bike, especially now with those fuel prices, uh, take mm-hmm. advantage of that. Uh, yeah. you know, not burning the fuel.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, I have some sciatic pain and I need to lose a few pounds. So I I think if I come up there, I'll I'll be in your clinic, you know?
1: All right, man. (laughs) Sounds good, buddy. I appreciate uh, the conversation.
0: All right, Greg. Great interview and uh, enjoy the rest of your day and best of luck this year.
1: All right. Thanks, Mark.
0: Take care. All right. So it's Greg Morrison. And uh, you know, it's funny now I uh, record my shows on what do you call that zoom and now I only have 40 minutes. So I have eight minutes to talk used to be an hour. Now it's 40 minutes. So they're they're ripping us off of 20 minutes. And I I believe when I talked to the gentleman from the uh, Auckland baseball team, I talked to him for like an hour and 15 minutes. So I'm not quite sure exactly what that's all about. So Greg, uh, that sounds like a fun little town to be in medicine hat flying to calgary drive down to medicine hat go to lethbridge uh, check out okotoke which is the dogs they draw incredibly well up there outside of calgary you know i am sure there's some other cool ballparks in the area maybe i'll head into saskatchewan and check out a riders game yeah because it's also you know summertime it's also cfl time so yeah i'm going to throw in some canadian football along with my minor league baseball. I'm not just the ballpark hunter, but it's, um, you know, and that's kind of where you want to see Canadian football, Saskatchewan. I don't know, even though I hear Edmonton and Calgary are not drawing like they used to, but yeah, Greg batted 448 and he had the record for 23 home runs in the pioneer league, which was tied. And, um, you know, imagine if he had. Imagine if he just hit club like twenty-eight home runs. You know, and that record would be set for life because you know some of these minor league players set these amazing records and um, they they don't get broken. But four forty-eight, good lord, that's insane, insane. So it's uh, it's a fun time and, and uh, Greg just uh, sent. Who did he, send? he just sent the Okotoke Dogs uh, a message. I'd love to get those guys on here because they seem uh, th- that seems like a fun time too. All right, folks, uh, I have about six minutes left. I'm going to try to talk. Uh, if you have ever been to a Western Canadian Baseball League game, let me know. Tell me how the how the experience is, the food. It seems like a very affordable way. Like I said, it's about five dollars and fifty six cents for a beer. You couldn't touch that here at a lot of summer collegiate games. Maybe the smaller ones, but I, I don't even think you're you're getting that at a Savannah banana game. So I don't, know. I could be wrong. I know you're not getting that at a minor league game for the most part. So, uh, and then the, the Reggeroni sticks, I, I called the regaroni. Goodness gracious. I messed that up, but thanks. Thank you guys for watching, for listening. Shout out to Zach Beeson. He and I were rocking Cincinnati steam caps the other day. That's the great leagues league. Uh, team that I did a review and video for for Stadium Journey. Uh, Shout outs to Mr. Ed Rivera. He just had Greg Sullivan on from the Disco Turkeys, the Carolina Disco Turkeys, another fun name. And uh, shout outs to uh, Baseball by Design, Mr. Paul Caputo. He uh, keeps bringing it. I can't even think who he had on the show recently. Well, by the time you listen to this, he'll probably have another episode. So check those guys out. Obviously, Zach doesn't have a podcast, but uh, he's always wearing cool baseball caps from different leagues. You know, he had like a Champ City King cap from uh, the Prospect League. Uh, I need to get out to Terre Haute and get a Terre Haute Rex cap. I feel like that's the only way I can get that stupid cap. Well, it's not a stupid cap. It's a cool cap. And yeah. Yeah. It's the summer, guys, and enjoy it. The summer collegiate leagues will probably be over or near over by the time you hear this podcast. The independent leagues will still be going. The minor leagues will still be going or the affiliates. And, of course, Major League Baseball will be going on until uh, October, maybe even November, depending on how things go. So this is Mark, the Ballpark Hunter. Check me out at Stadium Journey. Check me out on YouTube at Ballpark Hunter. Check me out on TikTok, even though I don't make a lot of content on there, Instagram and Twitter. Follow me. I'm close to 5,000 people. Uh, Subscribers, I'd like to get 5,000. I feel like I'm that close, but then I go down two step forwards and two step back, except I don't have Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat dancing with me. There's somebody who doesn't get that reference. Look it up, okay? Just look it up. So until then, take care, be safe. And happy, 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 jajaja. Jurdy, sturdy, 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 sturdy,